Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your home up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Good evening, everybody. It is Thursday, February 1st, fuck, 2018, and you're listening to Blazing Right Backstage. I would like to welcome the Sade to my batterinois, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan, how are you, man? Good, man. How you doing, man? Good evening, man. Who would I be without my baby? Where would I be without you? Where would I be without my baby? The thought alone might break me. And I don't want to go crazy. Because every thug needs a lady. Girl, I feel like you and I've been mourning together inseparable. We chose pain over pleasure, but that will ever be a part of me. Mind, body, and soul ain't no iron, baby. When you cry, who wipes your tears? When you scared, who's telling you there's nothing to fear? Girl, I'll always be there when you need a shoulder to lean on. Never hesitate, knowing you can call on your soulmate and vice versa. That's why I'll be the first to see Jacobs and cross your wrist. So now you owe me. I know you're tired of being lonely. So baby girl, put it on me. On me. Oh my God, that was good. That was terrible. Oh I realized God. how difficult. That's, that is, uh, it's difficult to flow like Ja. Ja does not get enough credit. Anyway, what's going on? No, with you? no doubt, he is he is unique, and that was that was a great throwback to Ja Rule. Man, he's got. Where are all these rappers, man? They got to come back. We don't have any good rap anymore. This is ridiculous. What are you talking about, bro? Ja I saw him last. I saw Ja last night. Are you serious? Where? I thought you would have seen on the Facebook or whatever. I saw him at BB King's. Last night. Oh my God, the House of Blues. Um, no, not the House of BB King's uh, Blues, whatever it's called, bars. Blues Brothers Basketball Bars. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh no. my God, job rule, baby. That's awesome. That's awesome. Did he play? Uh, can I get a what? What? Did you do that? Yes. Yeah, no. he did. He yes. did. Yeah, yes. he did. He, yeah. So what had happened was, was he so. I was I could not pay anyone to come with me to this concert, and I wanted to go, and people were just uh, refusing left and right. And then the people who were interested, they ended up having events and whatnot. And then you know my friend Jason, he uh, uh, he said this has all the makings of an American tragedy. He thinks that something terrible <laughs> is going to happen. And then he like copied and pasted the whatever happened with uh, the the fire festival that Ja threw and it was a big disaster and they compared it to Lord of the Flies uh, and he apologized but said it wasn't it wasn't his fault he said I apologize <laughs> as this is not my fault anyway um, uh, so I said to Jason I said listen you're 
it's at, it's at, it's a very tame crowd. The New York City Ja Rule crowd, judging by last time, is a pretty tame crowd, and it's at BB King's, a pretty tame venue, and it's in Times Square. It's not at some random island. So anyway, he right. eventually. Like, the show's at 9. At 8 p.m., I was like, are you just running out the clock until I can't buy your ticket no more? And he said, no, I'm not going to go. <laughs> something terrible is going to happen or whatever. And I and then I was like, uh, today I called him a sucker MC. So uh, this morning I, I texted him, bad news, we all survived. Um, but, uh, but what happened was I had texted Lundy, Justine, and um, Julian earlier in the day. Uh, nobody who's listening knows who the fuck these people are, but let's just go with it. So, um, I, I texted them and Julian, I, I had a feeling the whole time that Julian would be the one out of those three to say yes. And, and so, uh, he doesn't say nothing all day. And then at the end of the night, last night, like at eight o'clock or something, he texts, uh, and keep in mind, I'm coming, I'm going from, uh, nine and a half hours of work to my personal trainer right where he, he trained me real hard, and then I am exhausted. I'm sore. I'm going back uptown oh to Midtown to Ja. On the way back, he's like, yeah, he, on the way back, he texts me, are you still uh, are you going to Ja Rule tonight? And I said, I think I am. Join, come. And he said, I probably get there like 920, which I know in Julian time is like uh, 1030. But I was like, yeah, come, come. <laughs> and, um, and so what had happened was uh, I had bought my ticket on StubHub. No, yeah, I bought it on StubHub. And then I'm texting back and forth with Julian about coming once I'm finally in the, the venue. And he right. uh, he says, I can't get any tickets. There's only one ticket on Ticketmaster for $99 or something. So I looked, and yeah, that was true. But, uh, I mean, you don't check StubHub, you schmohawk. It's 2018. You don't check it StubHub on the day of. So Julian's looking at this $100 ticket. I look on StubHub, uh, $9.80. There's a ticket for oh $9.80. So, um, so I was trying to buy that, but there was problems with service down there. And I also didn't know if you had to uh, uh, print out the ticket because my ticket, I had to print out other tickets. They were um, barcode scannable on the phone, but mine I had to print out. So I didn't want to risk it. So I gave up on StubHub or whatever. So I go to the lady who was taking the tickets and I said, uh, is it possible for me to uh, buy a ticket for my friend and, and leave it with you guys? And she was like, oh, well, it's sold out. But right when she said that, these two girls came in, and one of them said, oh, I'm selling tickets if you need a ticket. And I was like, wait, seriously? And she said, yeah. And I was like, how much? And she said $33, which was the face value, basically. I think it was actually even less. Um, and uh, and so I said, shit, I only have like, uh, I don't know, 11 bucks on me or something. So I said, is there any ATM here? Can I get back in if I get it? And, and the lady, the ticket lady was really cool. So I... Um, Right. I go up to the ATM and I come back down and uh, I, I gave the girl uh, a few extra bucks to saying, you know, you're a lifesaver or whatever. So I bought Julian's ticket. It was a hard ticket. So it was less risky. And, you know, I knew I had it in my hand and he, he didn't have to print it out from nowhere because then he would have never come. Um, but uh, he finally. Uh, oh, and then this. So I'm, I'm standing there watching uh, the open. Oh, let me tell you something, John Weeks, the most confusing part of last <laughs> night. The most yeah. confusing part is it's before anybody comes out and the DJ is playing uh, various, various music. And at one point I'm like, hang on a second. That really sounds like 50 cents voice. And I was like, oh. this DJ 
he wouldn't be playing fifty at a at a jaw concert, would he? he and then not. and then I shazammed the song just to make sure, and it was indeed Tony Yayo featuring Fifty Cent. And I was like, I was oh so my. confused. So I just I took a video of myself looking mad confused, nodding my head to the song. I'll 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 send that out uh, to you. And um, I was very confused by that, especially because Jaw's been uh, like Twitter uh, harassing Fifty recently, uh, calling him a tickly ass or something. I I don't know, but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Well, that was actually kind of like I figured out of all the times to see Jaw rule, this would be the most dangerous because what if G Unit yeah. rolls through? I don't know if G Unit's disbanded or what, but what if they come through and it's be a, ma- a massacre? Unintended, um, but uh, <laughs> I uh, so I, I suffer through the opening act. Who's this guy named um, what's his name? Boogie Bird or something like that. And he was like, it's it's Boogie Bird on on IG on all social media. And then he started spelling it, and he's like, B O O G I I E. And I'm like, wait a second. And he's spelling it like it's simple but he's spelling it with all these various vowels uh nefarious values in fact and uh and and he kind of looked like a little little wayne kind of kind of guy uh he had like the dreadlocks and uh he's long hair and uh, uh tattoos and whatnot but um he was part of murder inc i guess they've changed their name back from the ink to murder inc because uh he was like i am with murder inc or god he's my and i can't say the rest but um <laughs> then, uh, finally, uh, Julian um, gets there, and luckily he got there before Ja went on. And uh, he, um, oh, all right. So he checks his coat. I see him checking his coat, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be terrible on the way out. And, <laughs> and, and so, so he, he. Uh, I said to the lady at the ticket taker lady, I said, oh, that that's my friend over there with the, this is his ticket. And she said, okay, wait, what, who? And I said, just right there. And, and she goes, the black guy? And I said, yeah, the black guy. And, <laughs> and uh, then he, he came in and, um, and it was nice to see him. I haven't seen him in a while. And it was nice to have somebody who just loves music as much as I do. You know, right. yeah, of course you, I say Ja Rule, he says how high. Uh, well, that's Method Man and Redman. But he, so then we uh, go to find a spot to to post up in, and um, this crowd was actually a little worse than the than the last crowd I saw in terms of just being uh, drunk and obnoxious. I don't know why that was um, because at another venue they were kind of like not nearly as obnoxious as, as this. But I mean, it's still pretty tame considering. So last night. Um, there was this girl. I was standing in the same place the whole time, but there was these two mm-hmm. girls in front of me, and one of them kept on like backing up closer and closer, and kept on like bumping up uh, onto me. And I was standing there like panicking, and I was like, "What do I do here?" And so I said, "I I said, uh, you you can't move up just like a little bit," and uh, and so. She starts like arguing with me, but I can't hear a word she's saying. And she starts like talking to her friend about how big an asshole I'm being for asking her to move half an inch forward. And 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 so she's arguing with me. And all I said to her was, "Your hair's in my face. Your hair's in my face." I said that a couple times. And 
and then she kind of inched forward a bit, and so that was good. Um, and then I thought about it, and I thought about getting all hot and bothered about how um, how terrible that moment was because I I didn't think I was being an asshole, and she thought I was being an asshole. But then I thought about it, and I I started laughing, yeah. and I was like, no, I had to do that because in this current climate that we live in, I had to get ahead of any yeah. sort of uh, uh, accusations. You know, I had to get ahead right. of, <laughs> I had to accuse her first yeah. before she accused me of anything. Because she was, yeah. yeah, she was me too and me, man. Um, so, uh, so, so then I just started laughing and I was like, oh, good thing I did that. And, uh, and then, you know, I was able to enjoy uh, the rest of the show and uh, Ja was fantastic as always. It's really amazing how his voice really sounds like that. You know, it's not, they don't do much right. to his voice in the studio. It really does sound that like the gravelly and, and, and it almost sounds like when he's speaking and singing and rapping, it almost seems like he is, he's speaking like two different voices at the same time. It's crazy. Um, but uh, uh, he was great and he did like, um, oh, we heard, we heard, and Julian and I went, oh, when he started doing that, that was awesome. And then they started doing, um, they started doing, if it wasn't for the money, cars, and movie stars, and shoes, and all these things I've got, I wonder, hey, would you still want me? Would you still be calling me? Would you still be loving me? Young down the premium, I know, trust me, he's women, I know, these gangsters in hoes, go, 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 together. And so uh, he did, you know, that R. Kelly and Ja Rule and Ashanti song. And I, and I went, oh, Ooh. we were going, oh. And um, so, so uh, oh, and, and of course, during um, your song, you mentioned Can I Get a, uh, Julian went nuts during Ooh. that because, you know, Jay-Z is his boy and whatnot. And Ja, that's where Ja was first introduced. Even, in fact, Julian, when Ja was like, this is what you first introduced me, Julian turns to me and said he's going to do Holla Holler. And I said, I thought it'd be the other one. And I didn't even say what it was, but right. I was thinking of Can I Get It? And then it wound up being that. Anyway, so um, <laughs> so that was – he was fantastic, and he, he said uh, um, very nice things about how the, the crowd was a very diverse crowd, which I have noticed at, at every Ja show. It is a very eclectic crowd, all different races and, mm-hmm. and uh, orientations and genders, and it's just – uh, a melting pot, as he said, which I appreciated, and he also threw in a t- an attack on Donald Trump, which I appreciated, uh, which he would not. And um, then uh, he's like, "This guy Trump, he got us fooled, man." So, uh, and then he talked about how diverse the crowd was and how uh, they don't want hip hop to succeed because we bring this shit together. Got a big ovation, right. and um, then. Uh, um, as we so he ended with New York, New York, which you know is so such a hard song, as Julian said, you know, because Ja, I mean, yeah. 50 attacked Ja for doing all those soft songs, and then 50 came out with 21 questions like, what a hypocrite! But, oh, um, right, right. Mm-hmm. but Ja, you know, but everyone just jumped on 50's ass, but then Ja came out with that New York song, and that was hard, undeniably hard. So, 
right. um, he ended with that and it was beautiful. And uh, when we walked out, um, uh, I'm talking to Julian about how, uh, you know, the, the people were, anno- were annoying around us. And he was like, oh, yo, that, that guy next to me, yo, to the left of me, he got the elbow. And that couple to the right of me, <laughs> they both got elbows. And I said, elbow me as hard as you elbowed them. Let me. And so he did it. I was like, that's it? He said, yeah. And I said, I guess that's effective, actually. So he was just elbowing people left and right, which I didn't want to do to the girl who was, you know, grinding up on me. So that's why I said, your hair's in my face, which was also turned out to be pretty effective. But um, at the uh, at the tail end of the night, we're in the coat check line, which is absolutely ridiculous. And these two girls come up to us and one of them even has her coat on already and they are not in line yet and and she asks this one girl asks hey are you guys in line for the coat check and we're like yeah and she's like you mind if we kind of like pretend to know you guys and you know in 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 my head i'm thinking like what's the harm and like just gonna be like oh okay whatever um, and so she, she's like, do you mind if we just like pretend to know you guys so we can like, you know, get our coats? And I'm not even asking for me. I'm asking for my friend. She didn't have her coat yet. And Julian goes, oh, hell no. Oh, no, no, no. Hell no. Uh-uh. 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 And she's like, please. And he says, no. Hell no. And he goes, get to the back. <laughs> and, and she says, it seems like your friend is pretty quiet. He wants to say something. And I said, I would just reiterate what the gentleman to my left said. And Julian keeps like putting his thumb back. He's like, get to the back. Uh-uh. Hell no. And, uh, and that was the end of the night. So what do you think about that? I think that's one epically awesome night. I, I love the fact that you are repping that old school hip hop rap. You're seeing Ja Rule. I like Ja Rule. I love Ja Rule as well. I love that you saw it with uh, Julian. I think that's great. Uh, two homeboys just loving that music, and it sounds like it was a great concert and uh, a good time. And uh, you guys, you guys, uh, you know, you guys had a fight for your uh, role there in the audience, but. Uh, I love that ending. I mean, that, that's one of the most epic endings with doing Julian and you and uh, shutting those girls down. Oh hell no! I, I could see Julian doing that. I could see him. I could see him in my room doing that to them. It's just that that is so Julian. I love it. I, it sounds like a great time. I mean, I'm I'm happy Jaws are doing pretty well, well enough that he could tour and. Uh, yeah. Uh, still, still repping for hip hop. There's a lot of artists like Fifty Cent that don't even tour anymore or do, you know, even making music. I mean, it's ridiculous. So I'm loving that's that. That's like Jarrell's still uh, keeping the torch, you know. Yeah. Well, that's like what Julian was saying yesterday. He was talking to his coworkers and he was saying, "So who had more hits, Ja Rule or Fifty Cent?" And his coworker was like, "Fifty. And and Julian was like, "Nah, Ja." Because you think about it, Fifty might have more money. But Ja Rule right. had way more hits, you know? Right, right. I, I think yeah. uh, also Ja did it without the without the backing of Dr. Dre that 50 Cent had and without the backing of Eminem that uh, 50 Cent also had. I mean, Ja had Herb Gotti. Ja had, you know, somewhat Jay-Z a little bit. But 
John was much more, uh, I think, an independent artist. You know, who is 50 mm-hmm. Cent without G Unit, really? Who is 50 Cent without the game, without Lloyd Banks, without uh, Tony Yeo, and, uh, you know, the other fellow from the South? Uh, young Buck. You know, it's, yeah, Young Buck. If he didn't have G Unit, I don't think 50 Cent would be as big. And if he didn't have Eminem, forget about it. There's no 50 Cent. Yeah, I was going to say you know? without Shady. Uh, but. Right. But also, you know, what else Ja Rule didn't have that 50 had was Ja Rule. Because Ja Rule didn't come up biting off other people's plates like 50 oh, did. Correct. You know, because 50 came up by attacking Ja. 50 Cent destroyed Ja Rule's career by making correct. an entire album, Get Richard I Trying, yes. great music, um, great songs. But anytime he throws an insult anywhere on that album, it's about Ja Rule. And that's how 50 Cent Correct. became big, by knocking Ja Rule down. Ja Rule didn't do that. You know, I'm sure he, you know, he's had his beefs, and he's made his mistakes, and he's done some stupid-ass shit. Right. But he didn't do that to come up. I couldn't agree with you more. 50 Cent was a bully in the rap game. That's how he made his name, and, uh, you know, and he picked out Ja Rule. I think Ja Rule's mistake, or uh, I don't know who, who, who to blame or who started it, was when, you know, when he went after Busta, or Busta went after Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. They, he should have stayed off the bus there or something like that. You know, you know, it should have just been 50 versus yeah, – 50 never fights fair. He always has like a group with him fighting, you know, one kind of one person. He takes down Pat Joe. He takes down Ja Rule one by one. You know, they should have joined forces or something like that versus, uh, you know, they uh, did. 50 Cent. They, yeah, they, they did. did right? yeah. They did. That's when they, they came out with they, that New York hard song, him and uh, Fat song. Joe and Jadakiss. I love that stuff. Those three alone are. I'd pick any one of those rappers over Fifty Cent any day. That song no. that you're allu- allu- that's that song that you're. And by the way, I don't want Fifty Cent to come attack either one of us. Uh, a great artist, great rapper. Just um, I, the thing that I hate is that people immediately just loved him and hated Ja, and the same people who were dancing right. to Ja Rule songs for like the decade right. before that. And I hate that shit. Because right. once I'm a fan of someone, I'm a fan fucking for life, man. Same thing well, with friends. Loyal. That's why I have friends that yeah. I do not like. I have a lot of friends I cannot stand. That's why. Because right. I'm a friend for life. Um, but you're uh, hell, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, uh, he, the, the song that you're referring to was that song where he, he sampled that Nas uh, made you look and forget what right. the song was called, but that's the one where he said got Bust singing the same old hook. So that was the attack yeah. that he threw at Buster, which didn't seem like very much. Um, uh, but then you know the the part of that song that was really out of line was um, M. You think you wait M. You say your mother's a crackhead and Kim is a known slut. What you think Haley gonna be when she grows up? Murder. Yeah. That was Murder. It was. That was, it, was a, it was a, it was a, it was a tough line, and uh, yeah, so they went after him. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think Ja Rule's more uh, versatile than any of those those rappers like Fifty Cent. Uh, you know, Ja Rule could do a pop song, he could do a hard song. He, he was great. I mean, he's he's a legend. I think he's, if there's a rap rap hall of fame, which there freaking should be, I don't know why there isn't. Uh, ja Rule should be in there. I think. It's amazing, it's like close. the. It's amazing people always say stuff like uh, 
like, oh, Jaws whack, or or he's still making music, ah. or he's still touring, or and um, actually, this kid today was like, uh, oh, nice, he sold out a broom closet like B, by um, like BB King's, oh, but then but then God. he ended up looking up the capacity, and it's it's like um, thirteen hundred or something, thirteen hundred fifty people it seems. Right. So so he sold that out, and people are like, oh, I didn't know he still had a following. It was like, oh, man. Why don't you act like you've been here before? Respect where you came from. Right. Respect what you listen to. Respect what you dance to. Right. And to me, that's not what hip hop is about. You know, selling out arenas or a huge fan base. It's it's about you know continuing the trend and continuing the uh, the, the history of hip hop and and that's his dedication. I think his loyalty to hip hop. That's why I respect that a lot. I, Guys like 50 Cent, they came in, they cashed out. That's it. You don't really see them much anymore. And they were, they were bullies as hell. I mean, he's just bullied everybody in the business. I mean, uh-huh. you know, there's no dedication there, I think. I'm not just calling out 50 Cent, but I'm, I'm saying people are still doing it. Like, guys like KRS-One. I mean, he's a real hip-hop artist dedicated to the craft and the uh, the art. You know, the other people are just, yeah. you know, cashing in and cashing out. That's it. That's the um well that's the other thing is there are very few artists who would be able to sell out uh, arenas for a, an extended period of time. You know, you have uh, the Rolling Stones, you you have, you know, Paul McCartney, Billy Joel, uh Jay-Z, Justin Timberlake. You have like these big big ass stars like that um whereas most artists who have success will not do that forever. That's why uh, right. I see. That's why I see spin doctors at Brooklyn Bowl rather than at big arena. Mm-hmm. That's why I've seen Counting Crows at various sizes arenas. They go back and forth from big to small to big to small. Um, and that's why Panic at Disco was playing big arenas, then they went to small arenas, and now they're selling out the garden. It, but the thing is that most people, right. that longevity does not stick around for most artists to be. So the fact that Ja is is selling out these venues is still huge and uh it's not like you know i'm not expecting him to sell out barclays center so i don't even know why they bring that up right right and to be honest with you i don't really want my hip-hop is almost like an intimate thing too i remember i saw uh deal at Soul in uh, toad's place i don't want to mm-hmm. see him in a huge uh arena i don't because i don't have that same kind of connection I actually rather be seen in a small club in a small venue where I can see them, you know, everybody dancing and you can kind of get along. It's, it's not the same. I really don't. I've never been to a huge rap concert, uh, like a JV concert. When I just don't see it as being as appealing as a smaller venue, to be honest with you. I've seen Busta, I've seen Dale Soul, you know, mm-hmm. acts like that in smaller venues. And I love it. I just don't think it would be any fun in a huge, huge arena. Oh, I've seen Eminem. Actually, I... That, that Eminem concert was not fun. It was uh, in a huge. It was in a larger venue. I forget where it was. I think it was Bridgeport, uh, but it was not near as fun yeah. as, as Busta or even De La Soul. What what tour was this? Uh, Eminem. You saw Eminem uh, in Bridgeport. Who was with him? Yeah, uh, I forget who was with. I think D12 was with him. That's it. I forget where. That was it. I forget. I, I, yes. Yeah. I. It was crappy seats too. I could blame it on that. But uh, uh, I just didn't like it. I, yeah, I, I'm. Uh, my friends loved Eminem growing up. I didn't see this. I know he's got skills. He's amazing. But Eminem to me is 
Fifty Cent was like a bully. Eminem kind of made his name, and I know he had to in some ways, shutting people down. A lot of and a lot of these people, yes, they 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 deserved it because they took shots at him initially, but they were mm-hmm. weaker opponents. They were guys like Benzino. They were guys like ICP. They were guys ja like you know, yeah. I I I see Eminem as. You know, he's hip hop, he's got great skill, but I just can't get into his tunes. You know? You said ICP insane clown posse went after Eminem? Yeah, I think they, they both took shots at each other, right? They and then Eminem just and then Whitey Ford what, what I think is what was his name? Whitey yeah, Whitey Ford from uh what is it, Jump Around, Jump Around that the that that uh, okay. that group. He went after House all these of kind pain? of like weaker targets. Yeah, mm-hmm. House of Pain. He went after all these kind of weaker targets or weaky Weaker, uh, seemingly weak uh, targets. Weaky, 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 weaky. But yeah, Eminem, I respect him, but I don't think he's all that. I think that's that. What I'll, that's what I'll say. I think that after saying all this, is important to note that I think we both very much respect the battle aspect of hip hop, the beef aspect of hip hop. That is uh, yes. integral to uh, rap and hip hop culture. I, and to many people's careers, but it's the way, it's the way that Fifty did it, um, that right. was uh, right. problematic. It's the, it's the, you know, right. I, I mean, it's just part of the culture. It's, 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 it's a big part of it. Rap battles, whatnot. Um, so I'm not totally knocking the, the, the battles, but and uh, yeah, I agree with it. And part of my pun, but Fifty did it in the aftermath of what he did. He destroyed a lot of. <laughs> legendary hip-hop artists, I think. He really uh, took, it, took it personally to them, and he demolished these artists uh, so much so that uh, it hurt their, their reputation, including Ja Rule. I don't think he ever kind of recovered. Some of these artists, and, and, and Buston went down, a, a, you know, you know, a, a, a really bad, a deep hole in that uh, he never can and came back. Buston can be in this real serious, buff, weird kind of weirdo, after this beef, I'm not blaming it all on the beef and 50 Cent, but he took hip hop in a very wild direction that kind of took away from the the arts. I think. Who's you talking about? Got back to that. You talking about Bust beefing with Ja Rule or, or with 50 Cent? Yeah, Busta with Ja Rule, and Busta got real serious after that, and his music uh, never got back to the point of being kind of, you know, lighthearted. You know, I, I was always a big game guy. I was always for the guy mm-hmm. who could take 50 Cent down. So I love game. I'm I'm all about the game, and you know, his game. The game was the guy who, uh, you know, people could say bit the hand that fed him. But I thought the game was better lyricist, better rapper than Fifty Cent, and he showed that because Fifty Cent Junior couldn't take him down. And I thought he I thought he became bigger than Fifty Cent at certain times. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Too, too bad we haven't even started the show yet. <laughs> you know what? This is the show. I love this kind of talk. I could go on for rap forever, man. I love rap and music. Just music in general, man. You ask me any fucking thing yeah. about. You ask me a. You ask me a trivia question about music right now. Let's see if I can answer you. Oh my god. Ooh. Well. Oh man. Nothing <laughs> off limits. Nothing off limits. Um. Who do you think are the four best British bands of all time? <laughs> I, th- I thought it was going to be like Not a really trivia, trivia question 
I thought well, you're, right. <laughs> you're asking me in my opinion. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, number one, number one would be the Beatles. Um, number. Uh, let's see. I I think o- Oasis might be up there. Whoa. Uh, Very nice. Um, Very nice. Beatles. Oh, I'm gonna say Beatles, Oasis, and my boys Arctic Monkeys as three of them. Ooh. And and the fourth one. Well, I'm put Arctic Monkeys at number four, so I left number three blank. And let me think here. Um, British bands. Um. Uh, and and yes, I know I am glaringly omitting one that many people are thinking right now. Um, I know, but um, but I don't know, man. Those, those are the three I can think of right now. Uh, I, and uh, I've just never been a Stones guy, man. I'm just not into the Stones. I got respect for them, but no thanks. What yeah. about yours? What are your top four British I, fans? I, I, I agree with you on the Stones. I mean, I like the snow, the Stones, but I think I can name. Better British bands that I like more. I like um, the Moody Blues. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would say, you know, a lot of people would say Pink Floyd. I'm not a Pink Floyd fan, so I'd say Moody Blues. I'd say The Who. I, I saw them live, and I've never heard a bigger sound in my whole life. I mean, they're just, and, and they're old now. I mean, I, I just saw them like a year or two ago. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, British. What else? Well, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's a tough one. I, I would have to say the Beatles. Yeah, and then um, my fourth, um, oh, I would not say Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. I hate them. I just don't like them. I just don't like them. Um, terrible. <laughs> they are terrible. They're, they're, they're awful. I, I can't. I just don't like them. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the fourth, actually. Turn it down. You know, people get so... <laughs> People get so defensive over Led Zeppelin, but first off, um, they suck. Secondably, <laughs> secondably, they did that thing to Elton John. Remember I told you on this show a, while, like a couple of years yeah. ago, they were at some house with Mark Hudson and his, the Hudson brothers or whatever in England, and Elton John was there, and Jimmy Page and Robert Plant, one of them turns to the other and says, let's see if we can light the puff on fire. And then they chase Elton John. He jumps into the pool to avoid being set on fire, which I think made our friend Vinny, who it used to be his favorite band, they are now ruined for him. And I was like, well, I'm sure they've matured since then. And Vinny said, no, you don't come back from that. <laughs> well, he's right. I agree with that. They're, they're an awful band. I have to say, I don't. I can't name more than three songs that are good by Led Zeppelin. And I'm happy that I don't hear them on the radio at all. I mean, the radio, even the radio hates Led Zeppelin. They suck. No. No. Here's what happens. Anytime, every single time, there's a song playing on the radio, and and I go, what the hell is this? It's always either, it's either Led Zeppelin, The Grateful Dead, and what's the third? Oh, and or Metallica. Those three... I just, I cannot, I can't. And people love them. They're legendary. I can't. I got to say, I think Led Zeppelin is probably my most hated band of all time. What a terrible band. You really are, are right. They are awful. I, I, just ter- and they, they get like this huge legendary status. I don't understand it either. 
They're terrible. If you were offered free tickets to Led Zeppelin and free tickets to the Backstreet Boys, which one would you take? Oh, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yes. Without a doubt. Yes. There's no, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> that the Backstreet Boys, I know and I kind of like some of their songs. Come on, who, who, who doesn't like the Backstreet Boys? I mean, come on. You know, it's, and everybody hates Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, where the fuck is Fogarty, man? It's, he's six minutes late. <laughs> I think he's mad about the uh, Led Zeppelin. I think he's a big fan of Led Zeppelin. I don't, I just imagine him like just saying to himself, "You are now in the queue," and just repeating that to himself over and over again. <laughs> Where are you at, Sirenmine? Grog Talk Radio. <laughs> uh, you know, I I would I would call his house, but I don't want to. I don't want what happened last time to happen again. Oh, that was great. That was. <laughs> But I got a bad I, respect for you for going to that job Rule concert. If I was there, I would have went. Uh, you know, yeah. You got to support your old hip-hop uh, you know, acts there. You got to. That's right. Well, that's because you ride or die. That is the same thing with Julian. Ride or die, love music. I don't, there's something about this the new haven in us that just makes us love the arts, I think. Right. Busta, uh, Ja Rule, I love all those guys. All right, let's I see just miss Fogarty's. them too, man. I don't see them anywhere. I, I'm, I'm, I was, you know, they should have been at the Grammys. They should, they should rewind everything and bring back these old guys to bring it back, you know? That's the man, oh, Wu-Tang, Bone Thugs and Harmony. I love Bone Thugs and Harmony. That's my favorite group. Did, did you see the Grammys? I, I, no, I didn't. I, I, I think I saw a little snippets of it and uh, whatnot. It was terrible. I didn't get to see it, most of it. It was, was terrible. It, really? it was terrible and... um. Ice T performed with uh, some metal band that, and they were nominated for a Grammy for like best collaboration or something. And no, man, I'm saying it wasn't. That part wasn't televised. I wish that they did that on the oh. air. Yeah. He's 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 really smoking talented. He can rap and he's in that band. He's been in that band uh, in a band like that for a while, right? The, the hard rock kind of stuff. Oh, really? I, I didn't know that. I don't know oh, if it's the same band. I don't, it probably isn't. The guy is, uh, I, you know, multi-talented. I mean, he loves you. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I guess Fogarty? we got to – I guess we have to call her? This is terrible. <sighs> Let's call her. He's probably waiting in the queue. <laughs> this is – but you know, Mrs. The Miz sounded very upset last time. She did. She did not sound very happy at all. <laughs> Hello. You're now in the queue. Oh dear. Long talk um, radio. This is a disaster. Let's try it. Hey, how about you Let's talk this time? How about okay. you talk to okay. to the Miz this time? All right, I'll, I'll talk to the Miz. Do one to – oh, my, I'm reading his number. Disaster. All right, let's try this. All right. All you, baby. All right. <laughs> Hello? Yes, hi. Is Tom Fogarty in tonight? Who's this? This is it's Ryan the Miz. What's that? 
It's oh, Ryan it's and John Weeks. It's his Ryan call time. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, Sire, you want to you wanna call us back from the other line or what? Uh, no, I've just, it was completely off my, I'm sorry, I was out dealing with my mother and doctor's appointments and crap, so. Oh, dear. shoot, sorry. That sucks. Sorry, it's sort of sorry. gone from my, uh. Yeah, hang on. You are now in the queue. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm walking. All right. <laughs> I'm walking. Carry on without me. Let me. I am so sorry. You are now in the queue. No, getting old. Getting old's not for sissies, man. Let me tell you. I hear you. Oh, stop it. I don't know. We. I'm, I'm older. I'm old enough to be both of your fathers. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom Fogarty, who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards? Well, obviously Ooh. me. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> but a beautiful hot mess. Obviously yeah. me. Uh, beautiful. And my next one would be, someone's got to just put a fucking sock in Rose McGowan. Ooh. <laughs> God, yikes. Damn, I'm bro, sorry. I'm you now, bro. Huh? And I don't mean a sock puppet either. I mean just <laughs> she uh-huh. just you know it's like there's just something so sanctimonious about what she's fucking doing, mm-hmm. you know. And then and then people that question her motives and stuff, and she goes all. You saw the thing about them que- them like saying that she's not really addressing the issue for tr- the transgendered or the, and she just fucking went off on these people. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's the that's the new clip that's making the rounds out there. Great, great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing that gets me is that, you know, it goes back to she initially took fucking money to shut the hell up. Right, right. And somehow that's not part of her, like, reinvention of her being the, the fucking savior of the Me Too movement. You know, right. it's like, no, you were part of the fucking problem. Yeah, she just seems like a troll at this point. I don't yeah. know what her point is. Yeah. So you don't but get don't to you, be all sanctimonious and shit. But don't you don't you think though that there there's uh you know, if somebody takes the money that um well they just had this traumatic experience and then they think, Oh, well maybe I can get something good out of this and maybe you know, I mean I, I think taking the money I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but but what you're saying she's not owning it. Right. Yeah. Right, it's like she's mm-hmm. been at the forefront of this whole thing. No, you weren't. You were fucking silent for how many years? Till now. Mm-hmm. You were silent mm-hmm. until the first, like, eight women came out, and then suddenly you decide to jump on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's just you can't have it both fucking ways. You can't be part right. of the problem and then claim that Meryl Streep is also part of the problem because... Right. She was in a couple pictures that he produced. Yeah. And I'm sorry, it's not like Meryl Streep fits the wannabe fucked by Weinstein portfolio at all. Mm-hmm. You know, she's no... Yeah. Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, it's not like he's going to be wanting to see her n- nude sex scenes on the set. 
So got some weird noises coming from weeks. I guess. Uh, who is your final hot mess, Fireman? Well, I have no idea because I hadn't even planned on those. <laughs> All right. Well, we could jump straight to that joke off then. Are you guys lubed up and ready to go? I will be, but I don't even know the song. Oh, oh okay. We'll help you out. Different I'm a hot fucking mess. I'm telling you. Well, well, actually, that asshole is like, yeah, he would be the third hot mess. <laughs> oh, well, you mean Robin Thick? Huh? Alan? Robin or Alan? No, Scott Butthole. Scott Yeah. Oh, actually, let me back that up and, and take it back, because it's a sad hot mess. Mark Sailing. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that's... Again, and he was, what, like 28 years old and playing a 16-year-old... Mm-hmm. So it's like when you when you infantilize people for their position, mm-hmm. uh, it's just I'm I'm not condoning you know uh-huh. that kind of pedophilia, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it, you're you're like promoting a warped sense of someone's age and perspective. Yeah, what kind of in the business you sometimes? Condemn? You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's like this fucking Timothy mm-hmm. Chalamotmot medhead. You know, he's like yeah. 25 Ooh. fucking years old and he's still playing 16-year-olds on TV, on, you know, in movies. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So what happens when he turns around and wants to bang a 16-year-old? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. well, wait a minute, but I just played one in the movie. <laughs> That's not fair. Yeah. Okay, well, we got a little mm-hmm. dark there. So. Yeah. Uh, another, hey, well, that's another... that's what happens when you interrupt me, like, trying to chill, totally stoned out of my fucking mind, watching Top Fucking Chef. <laughs> and we never did the hot mess theme either, so I guess let's do that, and then we'll tell jokes. Here we go. The, the DJ, Stonewall Jackson, who was found guilty of groping Taylor Swift, was sent a bomb threat before he debuted his new radio show. The author of the note went on to say, and no, the bomb is not Taylor Swift's next single. Uh, what an asshole. <laughs> what an asshole. And you, you, saw the, you saw his new gig, right? Something about well, radio host, no? He's a radio host, but it's the number 193rd market in the nation. It's in a town in Tennessee with a population of 14,000 people. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he might have wanted to get out of the fucking Bible Belt. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, that would have been a, a smarter career move. Go to, like, southern Florida or something and get a gig. Yeah. Because they true. really don't fucking care that much down there. But you're going to, like, set up shop in a fucking small, like, cow town in Tennessee because it's what you love to do? I don't know. Not in her fucking backyard, you don't. So, that segues perfectly to... I, this has just been going on way too fucking long. I mean, when were the original rumors on this shit? After Robert ago. Wagner... Yeah, has officially been named a person of interest in the drowning of his 
wife, Natalie Wood. When contacted, the other person of interest said... Bet you didn't know I could tap dance. Oh, oh, I thought you were doing Morse code. No, that's uh, Christopher Walken tap dancing. Very good, very, very good. good. good <laughs> yeah, you like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I you know, you know the only wood that doesn't float. What? Natalie Wood. Oh God. <laughs> 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 that was good. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> that was from back in the day. That's fantastic. Isn't that good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A group of English-speaking tourists were scared out of their minds after being arrested on suspicion of human trafficking and producing pornography when they accidentally stumbled upon a private party called Let's Get Wet. To be fair to the arresting officers, Jared from Subway was their tour guide. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, this was, oh. That, was in, that was in Cambodia. I've got a footlock for you. Oh, 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 oh. Damn, you guys got better jokes with your uh, your post-joke quips than the actual jokes themselves. <laughs> <laughs> And where were where did this happen? In Cambodia. Oh. Yeah, I meant to mention that. Wow. So it was Aretha get Aretha. Uh, yeah, they got arrested. No, they said Aretha get Aretha. That was the song they sang. Aretha get Aretha. <laughs> oh, Aretha get Aretha. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Come here, you sweet little young thing, and let's get the red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The younger, the better. Let's get the red with the poppy. <laughs> yeah. Janet, he come join us. <laughs> Can you say, I have a foot long for you? I have a foot long for you. Oh, my God. I have a foot long for you. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> According to a new study, there are 21 million unwanted girls in India due to parents favoring having sons instead of daughters. In response, President Trump said, that's not why they're unwanted. They're unwanted because they're brown. Oh, no, no, it's not the way they're unwanted. <laughs> oh, God, another, another accent coming. No, 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 I wouldn't do that to my people. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go there for my people, and it's not funny to make fun of these poor young girls. They're very, very skinny they're like, you could see through them, they need to eat something, but there's no cow, you cannot eat no cow. Oh, no, they're very, they're very skin and bone, these are girls, they skin and bone. Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> After Sunday's Grammy Awards, President Trump's UN ambassador 
Nikki may have had a relationship with Haley Trump tweeted, <laughs> some of us love music without the politics thrown in. Artists across the world said, oh, hell no. You mean I've been doing this for no reason the whole time? And immediately dropped their pins, guitars, paintbrushes, and every other creative instrument at their disposal, and they all became fucking investment bankers. Ka-ching! Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Sell <laughs> Litecoin. Yes, I'll write the coin of what the kind of coin is that? Sell Litecoin, sell Ripple. It's a write the coin? <laughs> Litecoin or Ripple? Write the coin for a Ripple. Go Ripple. Go Ripple. No, that's a Libra. You can also drink the Libra. Oh, God. Recent viral videos that fueled Massachusetts Congressman Joe Kennedy III's rise. Kind of like how Marilyn Monroe would fuel John Kennedy's rise. Wow. <laughs> wow, but actually now the ones I saw today, they're trying to knock him down at the knees. What do you mean? What huh? What do you mean by uh, that? Apparently he's got like... Half a million dollars tied up in some kind of skeevy investment scheme. He's uh, also a he's on the board of a pharmaceutical that's charging a thousand dollars for one of their pills. Mm-hmm. So he's got he's got a little more oligarchy in him than he does. Mm. The other, yeah, if you catch my drift. Half a million to a Kennedy is like uh, you know five dollars to us. Yeah, yeah, but he's that's just right. you know that's that's his that's the training wheels, that's his mm-hmm. starter change. Well, I thought he did a very good job hosting uh, the Conan show the other night. Music legend Quincy Jones complained <laughs> about Taylor Swift's music in a recent interview with GQ by saying, "We need fucking songs, not hooks." Jones went on to say he's the one who sent in that Stonewall Jackson bomb threat. <laughs> ah. Oh. Go Quincy. Quincy doesn't seem like he's all in his right. He's like he's in his right mind though anymore, do he? Or That's is okay. he the rightest of minds he's ever been in? I agree. Well, I mean, he's what? He's like ninety-eight years old. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now y'all are gonna have to help me out. We're gonna have all to right. cue the theme song. Take us home. Actress Nicole Eggert has accused actor Scott Bayo of sexual abuse. When he heard the news, Bayo called up Eggert and said, <laughs> New boy in the neighborhood lives downstairs and it's understood. He's there just to take good care of me like he's one of the family. Charles in charge of our days and our nights. Charles in charge of our wrongs and our rights. And I want Charles in charge of me. Charles in charge of me. And this show is being sponsored by Pedophiles Everywhere.
It's like built into the theme song. I'm not really part of the family, but I'll just play your brother. Charles in charge. Fogarty, do you do do you do an impression of post stroke Betty Davis by any chance? <laughs> what do you mean? Like your Betty Davis impression except after her stroke? Oh, maybe, but do it, Fogarty. I do I do a much better Anna Nicole after hers. Oh, let's hear that. Ooh. Okay. Trim spot. Uh, yeah, trim, trim, trim spot. I think I have anything. <laughs> trim, it's a weird way. Huh? Oh, no. They should go away from me. I just think I was here with you. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. What's that? <laughs> first season of American Idol. Clean up on aisle three. <laughs> and let's close it up. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, great one. This is a great one. Yeah, look at that brass section. Oh, yeah. child, things are going to get easier. Oh, child, things are going to get better. Oh, that makes me want to see the movie Nell again. Nell? You remember Nell? You mean no. Jodie Foster? Jodie Foster? No, I don't remember that. Playing that touched little girl. Went, Nell, Nell gonna dance. Nell gonna dance like a wind. Come down with Nell. Come down with Nell. Nell gonna go out on the pier. Nell gonna dance. Nell gonna dance like a wind. Can you do that again? As can you do that again as Anna Nicole? And on that, stay woke, yeah. me too. <laughs> you too. And paper towels. BLM. And no more. And paper towels. <laughs> All right, sire. Have a wonderful night. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Ciao, Belly. Okay, I'll put it on my calendar. All right, <laughs> sounds good. Good night. Okay, good night. Bye. Bye. Call me. Bye. Call me. <laughs> Call me. Bye. Bye. Call me. Bye. I think I need to get rid I of Fogarty. I, I like this Fogarty more than the other. This is a great Fogarty. Fogarty really, uh, he, he just, uh, he really, uh, you know what it was? It was the adrenaline of the uh, yes. incident. He He had to make it yes. up. Get to That's make right. it up to us. I loved it. Um, <laughs> so, Weeks, you know, um, they often uh, 
they call you i don't know if you know you 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 remember this or not but they call you the kind of the montel williams of um montel williams of podcasts and they call you uh, i'm just stalling a little bit here because i'm try i realize there's a technical error that should have been corrected that is not corrected oh no oh no um oh wait no i see it okay uh, trim spot baby so um paul paul uh every um Every Friday night, it's Friday night. Every Friday night on the show, we open up viewer mail. So, Paul, can I get the uh, can I get the music, Paul? Please. Absolutely. All right. All right. Nine one seven. What's your name? Where you checking in from? What's your letter? Via phone call. You, yo, this is Vinny B in the place to be. What's oh, going on? Oh, my <laughs> What's God, up, Vinny the man. Up, Vinny? I really sorry to interrupt the show. I apologize. Great show. <laughs> You're Good not stuff. interrupting, Vinny. Good yeah, until stuff. I botched um, it. was going really well until a minute ago when I botched the, uh, the intro, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, Weeks, I, I got something for you, brother. Um, okay. Can I get a ride home tonight? <laughs> oh shit! From yeah, yeah, bro. From where? Uh, it's from Brooklyn. It's from Manhattan into Brooklyn, brother. I just need a ride home. Okay. It, it may take me eight hours to get there. But I, I got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> oh man, weeks. I got a problem, man. I need help. I need. I okay, need help. Okay, what's your problem, I, man? I need, okay. All right. Now, Ryan. Before I begin, I know I'm going to change names to protect the innocent. Uh, that's obvious. But I don't think innocent is the right word, but okay. No, no, it's definitely not. Alleged, <laughs> alleged innocence. <laughs> but um, how far down this rabbit hole can I go? As far as you Ooh. want, baby. All right, good. All right, so let's start out with uh, this gentleman named Hank, okay? <laughs> Hank is a friend of Ryan and I's, a really good friend of Ryan and I's. Uh, well, it's one of those friends that Ryan was talking about that, like, once you're your friend. Which I still don't understand. <laughs> You're my friend for life, even if I don't like you and I don't, you know, Jesus. Yeah. Christ. Anyway. Present, present so, company included. So, I, you know, I have like a business arrangement with him in terms of, you know, I go to A, right? Yes. Right. I, no. Yeah, which, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's this thing where you help out another person. Anyway, so I have coffee with him once a week. And um, it, it's, it's just ex- excruciating because. Um, I just want to state that I do really bad impressions, really bad impressions, mm-hmm. but I That's think it's fine. necessary to paint this picture oh. of, of what we're talking about. You know, this, um, okay. unintelligible, uh, ranting lunatic. All right. So let me give it a <laughs> shot. Um, let's make America great again. Oh no, wrong, wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong one. Wrong one. Okay. So anyway, Hank, <laughs> Hank, you know, this is Hank. He's like, yeah, uh, Vinny, you're breaking my balls. Why is Vinny breaking my balls? Where's Ryan? You know, I don't understand what this kid Ryan. You know, he's running, he's running, he's doing. You know, where's this kid Ryan? Vinny, why is he breaking my balls? Oh man, he calls me. He calls me old man, and he's like fucking 80 years old, 
He's like 2028, <laughs> and he seriously calls me, and he projects all the things that he is onto us. Agreed, Ryan? Would you say that's safe? Safe uh, description there. Like everything Don't bring me into this projects. shit. This is your thing, man. I'm not trying <laughs> to wind up. He projects on us. Anyway, Christmas comes and goes, right? And uh, our friend Hank was uh, on a little vacation for about six months where he couldn't leave, right? So he's on this. After he gets out of this vacation, he meets up with me. He goes, it was on an island. I got this guy. To be fair, it was on a nice, on an very island. nice island. Yes, he was. Very nice island. Secluded. <laughs> Great views. Yeah, it was really cool. It had his own gym. Um, <laughs> so he, he, gives me, you know, he gives me a gift, right? Now, uh, let me tell yeah. you a little bit about me. I don't wear gloves, Weeks. I don't wear gloves. <laughs> I like my hands to be I'm, – I'm like a nudist when it comes to my hands. I need my hands to be free. I smoke cigars, which I'm doing right now, and you can't really do that with gloves. If my hands get cold, I put them in my jacket pocket. That's it, plain and simple. Right. I never gave any kind of signal, oh, man, I wish somebody would buy me gloves. Because if I needed gloves, I would have went out and got them on fucking Canal Street, like, on, like on, you know what I mean, for five bucks. Right. And, like, right. fucking bartered right. the guy down to four or something. You you can do that. It, it, you know, I'm a New Yorker. That's, you just do that. Anyway, so he gives me these gloves that he actually had in his house for, like, months. And, you know, he gave them to me. And, you know, so I'm like, oh, wow, Steve, thanks, Frank. Gloves, these are great. These are awesome. Right? So cut to during the week. During the week, I see this homeless guy, and his hands are shivering. And I said, oh, wow, I got these gloves in my, in my bag. So I, I give them away. Right? Because, you know, right. it, it seems like the right decent thing to do. Anyway, cut to mm-hmm. ne- the next, the following Friday, and um, my stable genius friend um, goes, uh, first thing he says, I see you're not wearing my gloves. You know, it's cold out. What the fuck? You know, why aren't you wearing my gloves? So I said, <laughs> my wife was cold, so I gave her the gloves. Ah, what are you, what okay. are you giving her the gloves for? I gave you the gloves, right? I gave you the gloves, right? So anyway, <laughs> cut to the next Friday, he's got another gift. I, I, I go, what's this? And he goes, oh, this is for your wife. Oh, fuck, Jesus Christ, on a stick. So I go to fucking, I give, you know, I, I text my wife. I go, oh, because you know, he wanted me to. So I said, um, my, my, uh, my, my, my business partner here has a gift. She goes, oh, that's sweet. You know, and then she gives me one of those emojis that's like, what the fuck, right? So anyway, I get home on Sunday, and I finally remember I have this fucking gift, which I know what it fucking is. It's these fucking knitted gloves that look like it's been in this house for five years, right? It's like, it, was like, it was like used for like his kitty litter box or some shit, man. And they were, they were horrible, horrible gloves. And my wife goes, what the fuck, man? I go, dude, just fucking whatever, you know, right? So during the week, she decides to leave them downstairs. There's a little spot in our building where we give shit away. So she puts it on there, unbeknownst to me, and somebody takes them, right? <laughs> so, so now I'm supposed to be there this Friday, obviously wearing the other gloves, which I don't have. And now she has no, now if she ever sees her, you know, he's going to be like, what the fuck, you know, where, where are the gloves, man? So what the fuck am I supposed to do? I can't even remember what they look like. I can't even buy another pair. And like, you see, I don't usually lie. But you got to understand, there's no way of dealing with this maniac. He's a fucking maniac. Bottom line. Right. The weeks, what do I do, dude? Well, <laughs> it's a tough one. I think 
often in this situation when you're dealing with any kind of maniac, much like George W. Bush dealt with Saddam Hussein, a maniac, you have to use preemptive warfare. You have to use preemptive warfare. And what I mean by that okay. is this guy has been continually giving you gifts for no reason at all, and they're terrible gifts. Well, because – no, no, no. There's a reason he wants to clean his fucking house. Okay. I know that because right. that's what he talks about. He's giving away shit because he doesn't want do, it there. I, what I think you should do, and this will help you avoid having to explain what happened to the, the knitted gloves and the other, the other gloves that you, you gave away, I uh-huh. think you should get him an equally, if not worse, Shitty gift. <laughs> How can I? And I was thinking season two of the American Hero. Yeah, that's what I need. And to I do. was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking one of two. I was thinking of one of two things. You could get him a pair of gloves. You, as you said, you can barter for a four-dollar pair of gloves in New York. And what you should do right. is cut out all the fingers, but the middle <laughs> fingers, and then give him those gloves. <laughs> or I love it. Or you can give him a dirty. Great. Stained pair of your underwear. Ah. One of those. <laughs> we, what, what would it be stained with? What would it be stained with? Oh, all kinds of stains. You know, the, the real question Feces? is how many kinds of stains? You, you got to be specific. You do what? What? Not feces. Feces. Not. Every, oh, definitely feces. You're definitely not going to get him a clean pair of underwear. This has got to be the dirtiest pair of underwear that this guy could ever find. So, I mean, that's what I talk about. That's what I talk about preemptive warfare. You got to like one up him and and make him seem like make you seem even crazier than he is. Then he'll stop. He won't even ask you about those gloves. He won't even ask. He won't bother. I, I think you should do this. Not only that, but you'll laugh. You'll have a good laugh out of it. Maybe he won't, but uh, I think it'll be it'll be in your best interest to do so. <laughs> Maybe I could get that pair of underwear from that homeless guy. I gave him the gloves as like a trade. Ah, oh, oh. <laughs> no, it's you know personal. I can bring I can bring a pair of my underwear when I go to pick you up. How about that? Oh, okay. deal. <laughs> that sounds like a deal. If he's cleaning his house and he wants to give away all his shit, why does he keep asking for more DVDs? No, he gives them back to me to borrow. Now I'm like fucking Netflix to him. That's the other part of the story. And he and he texts me every fucking day. Remember those DVDs, Ben? Remember those DVDs? I'm going insane, dude. You know? I'm going to say like, I'm going to say like my number's changed and I'm going to give him Lisa's number. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I gave him the DVD player. He said, he said, you know, I got no, I got no channels because I just got the antenna. So let me get, the, you know, I, I want a DVD player. I, I very graciously said, I will give you this DVD player. That it was a Blu-ray <laughs> player that I paid two hundred something dollars for back when it was worth that. And right. then um, I figured, well, this is a good gift. And when I gave it to him, I did not give him um, the remote which uh, I thought was not that big a deal. Turns out that he couldn't play any of the DVDs because I guess he couldn't figure out how to work the play button on the thing. Yeah, um, he, there's but, a fucking play button. There's a fucking yeah, there's play a button. button on the thing. Yeah. He, he said he couldn't get it to work. Maybe it was broken. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't test that part. So, so I finally get him the room. I offered to meet him halfway between, but I knew he wasn't coming to Brooklyn. So then I gave him the um, remote 
Uh, but the thing is, he said that he wanted a DVD player because he's going nuts because he has <laughs> just a few channels and he has hundreds on hundreds of DVDs. So why the fuck is he asking for more and more DVDs? I, I don't, don't know. know. Right. And, See, that's the and thing. then giving them he back because he be goes satisfied. But he gives them back and he says, I got no room for these in my house. <laughs> Dude, this it just gets a worse. Maniac. Oh, oh, God. You know what, Ryan? I'm just not we, coming to the meeting anymore. I was about to say, we, we may need to do some post-production on this show. <laughs> oh, man. Could I, could By I the way, talk the, about something, something oh, really yeah, go fast? Ahead. Really yep. fast, I promise. Sure. I think the new segment of you calling Ms. Fogarty is probably, <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the world. It's my favorite oh. thing in the world. Because I, I couldn't figure out what she reminds me of, but she reminds me, like, if you ever date somebody in high school and they have scary parents and you kind of <laughs> hang up on yeah. them because you're yeah, like, oh, you're right, fuck, actually. I got the mother. That's, <laughs> That's exactly right. who yeah, she is. Yeah, you're right. She does not, she has a phone, but she does not like it to ring. Oh. She doesn't like it to ring. Now on, and and then my man Ryan uh, sells you out weeks and goes, "You (laughs) 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 Well, I did it last time. It's not like I threw him to the wolves. You know, one thing I do give, I I give Ryan credit because he jumped right in. He jumped right in. He's like, he did. He saved me. He saved me. It's cool. He had to. She's scary, man. I was holding my breath the whole time. She was. I was scared, actually. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you should be. <laughs> That's the most scared you've been since calling uh, Andrew's first fiance. <laughs> yeah, and that was horrifying. Oh my <laughs> god! That was By the way, oh we god. never weeks we never fucking checked in tonight. We just started talking about Ja Rule. Are you well? What are you up to? What's your life about? Tell me quickly. Oh, uh, I'm doing I'm doing fine actually. I, I you know you I made my life that much better when we get to start talking about Ja Rule. I, this is the stuff I love. I loved it. I loved that. I imagine if, show. Imagine if when you left the show, imagine if you stayed away. What 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 would you be doing right now? I know. I I, I I'm still kicking myself in the ass about it. It's, it wasn't <laughs> right, and uh, I, I keep regretting it. I was like, what the hell was I thinking about? <laughs> Jesus, I got nothing else to live for except for yeah, this, your, this your show. Your approval I mean, rating this... dropped, dude. Your approval <laughs> rating I know, dropped. I know. It was lower than Trump. I'm trying to Trump, redeem man. myself. I'm trying to redeem myself, you know, one, one show at a time. <laughs> and then, like, you know, Ryan sold all this, like, advertising and everything that it was going to be the last show at Weeks. And then it wasn't. <laughs> I know. It was, it was such a dick move. I agree. I know. It was terrible. It was, it was and then Mrs. Fogarty, Ms. Fogarty said, ha, ha, I heard this was a bit premature on the Facebook post. <laughs> 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 so true. Oh my God. So true. That's that's <laughs> scaring the shit out of me that we're still talking about it. <laughs> uh, all right. So um, it all goes back. It all circles back to Ms. Fogarty. So Vinny, what's your favorite scene? She's in my man, future man, the bangs man. You got one? Oh no, you can't. I don't have one. I, I'm just going to well, oh, I know, can't do it. You're, you're a you're a movie guy. You must know something. <laughs> a sentence. A line. A Come phrase. On, Vinny. Okay, here's my favorite favorite scene from Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes. And this is where a young Amanda Bynes seeks revenge from this mobster 
in Sicily, right? Mm-hmm. It goes back to the town because mm-hmm. this mobster killed her mother right in front of him, right, right in front of her. Well, she played a guy because she's brilliant. Ooh. She could do anything. She has so much depth. And uh, the scene kind of goes like this. He finally goes there, and he goes, Mi chiamo Antonio Andalini, e chi stai per te? And stabs him and cuts him off. And that's my favorite from Amanda Bynes. She's the main, 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 main. Hashtag Godfather 2. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. Sorry it was Very too nice. short, yeah. but there you go. That's that was excellent. <laughs> And what's <laughs> your favorite scene in She's the Main Man featuring Amanda Bynes, Bynes, Jonathan with Weeks, Bynes? Bynes. All right. My favorite scene is She's the Main Man featuring Amanda Bynes, Bynes. It's got to be when Amanda Bynes plays baseball uh, with a bunch of young kids. And uh, the scene goes something like this. Hey, Small, you want some more? Some more of what? No, you want some more. I haven't had anything yet, so how can I have something more of nothing? You're killing me, Smalls. This is more stuff. Okay, <laughs> first you take the gram, you stick the chocolate on the gram, then you roast the mellow. When the mellow is flaming, you stick it on the chocolate, then you cover it with the other end, then you scarf. Kind of messy, but good. Try some. Is that what you see to do? Yes. <laughs> very nice. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Go ahead. What was the what hashtag you... on that? That was Chocolat hashtag Sandlot. <laughs> Sandlot is what I thought. Cool. Choco, Choco Sandlot. That's right. Choco, Choco, Choco Sandlot. Choco, Choco Taco Sandlot. Yes. <laughs> My favorite oh, scene in She's the Main Man featuring Amanda Baines Main is when Amanda Baines played a young but disturbed woman uh, named Amanda Baines and got on Twitter and said the following things. Chris Brown beat you because you're not pretty enough. Oh. 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 I don't care what you say about me if I don't find you physically attractive. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. To, to, clarify, to clarify, these are actual Bynes quotes from the Twitter. I have, I have no clue why people say I'm insane. Every time I've heard it, it came from an ugly person's mouth, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want I want a million dollars a year for illegally having my mind read and privacy stolen. <laughs> I love making people who already hate me hate me more. <laughs> if you're not hot, I don't care about you. To an ant on the ground, an airplane probably looks like an ant. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> now I've tasted chocolate I'm not going back That's a great line That's not me That's all the writing I mean It's like it doesn't matter Who plays it It's a great role It's such a funny Tongue-in-cheek Kind of great role I want to be married And I want to be Away from people It doesn't matter what? If you feel It doesn't matter If you feel sexy If you don't look sexy 
<laughs> oh my god. And uh lastly, and I think this this one actually might be from a movie. Jesus tells us to love everyone, even the whores and the homosexuals. And uh oh, man. that is my favorite scene. She's the main main feature main of Bane's main. And there's plenty more where that came from. Um so not a traditional movie scene tonight, but she was great in that part. And um I forgot uh I forgot to 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 close up the old mailbag at, at Vinny's uh, end of the call, so let's do that now. Antonio <laughs> Banderas is here, and Jeffrey Ross. We'll be right back, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, have a good Antonio night, Antonio. Thank you very much. Did you get Did chills? I, I got chills just now. Did you get chills just now, Vinny? I, did. I got, I chills. got chills and I and I sobbed a little. It's yeah. So sad. <laughs> but he's but he's back. He's yes, back. he is. Yes, he is. And, and there's a new one coming up. It's February, so this is great. No. Yeah. Really? I, I really, I really yep. wish it was once a week instead of once a month, though. I wish it was every night. I thought that too, <laughs> but I think I would be able to settle for once a week. Um, yeah. I'll John. Weeks, John Weeks. I don't think you know what the hell we're talking about. Oh, okay. Thank God. Thank God. Just making sure. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I knew he, he had the show, right? He had the, you know, didn't, yeah. Who was yeah. the recent big guest? Yeah, guest. I can only imagine why Obama? you didn't watch. I can only imagine why you didn't watch the first one. <laughs> it was Obama, right? Correct. Yep. <laughs> or, or, as your, or, as your, or as your guy calls him, Obama with a P. <laughs> I'll watch uh, Letterman. Oh, it's it's the best oh, hour of TV. Month? Yeah, once a month. Next guest is George Clooney. What? Oh wow! Ooh. Netflix. Yeah. Uh, okay. I will. Nice. So I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. Somebody owes me a martini. And night, uh, John Weeks. <laughs> Good night, Vinny. And John Weeks, if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing? Listen, you can let her eat all she wants, let her gain 600 pounds, because just like Anna Nicole Smith, she can lose it all. <laughs> <laughs> all because of Trent Bob, baby. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll see you in two weeks. Good night, Weeks. Good night, Vinny. Good night, everybody. Good, Good night, guys. Good night.